Thaddeus Ellenberg presents Casual Friday. Written and read by Thaddeus Ellenberg. One Star Genius. Acclaimed theologian, mythologist, and philosopher Robert Young recently found himself the subject of literary intrigue following the latest publication from literature professor and young scholar Maxwell Stein, whose work offers fresh knowledge and insight into the mind of the prolific writer through a comprehensive study of Young's online customer reviews. With a thick tapestry of lectures and writings on topics ranging from religious origin stories to modern social constructs, Young's ability to articulate and simplify the most complex of philosophies and theories into easily digested content without sacrificing emphasis is communicated brilliantly in this review for an automated cat feeder. Do not buy one star. Young's brief yet concise declaration coupled with his use of all caps and multiple exclamation points solidifies the author's dissatisfaction from and disdain for the yummy pet programmable cat feeder, while at the same time capturing his earnest plea to potential buyers who may be considering the item as a cost-efficient alternative to expensive pet sitters, members of an industry that, at the time of Young's review, were under heavy scrutiny for their adoption of the 50-minute hour, introduced years earlier by 1970s analysts and DC-area call girls. Prevalent backlash, brimming with social commentary, Young's poignant assessment echoes the changing culture. A thorough man and owner of nine cats, two dogs, and an obese hedgehog, the haunted genius waged war for decades against lackluster pet care and was notorious for leaving sitters a 300-page type document of detailed instructions, including specific scenarios, illustrations, and a list of severe consequences should the request not be carried out properly. One such ramification resulted in the kitchen pantry locking automatically, and always the one with the good stuff inside. Of heavy irony displaying the master's wit, this was witnessed on several occasions by Young's longtime gardener, who remained faithful toward the wishes of the Power of Symbiotics author, except for one time when he planted buttercups instead of roses and lied about it without even flinching a period Stein refers to in his second Young publication as the Icy Summer. This review for the Keiko three-piece paring knife set, Buyer beware. Cheap material. Useless serrations and handle. Not to mention the two-and-a-half-inch bird's beak knife is hooked more like a talon than a beak. Shame. Comes as a great shock, both in its verbose language and chastising tone. Posted after spending several months in the bush living with the indigenous peoples of Nauru, a small island off the coast of Tasmania, separated from modern conveniences and gourmet cutlery, Young's fascination for the tribe's primitive yet ingenious ways of life, romanticized in his book Myths and the Human Psyche in the Modern World, expresses the author's difficult transition back into advanced society. Young's use of the word useless to describe the serrated edges and handles is 
particularly interesting in that it supports long-standing theories that the celebrated writer is, in fact, an ambidextrous chef, meaning when cooking, he favors his left hand. A belief born of Jung's writings in Part 1 of Ego and the External World, where he speaks of a person performing daily tasks with their non-dominant appendages to confuse the id and keep things interesting. Kicking, snapping, masturbating. This thinking, of course, led to Jung's supplemental studies in blood flow and muscular impetus, resulting in his one and only medical essay, Mythologized Science in the Body, offering, at length, wisdom in the benefits of numb appendages, which Jung refers to as phantom touch, as well as exercises and techniques for achieving full range of motion with the human tongue through total consciousness. Jung's incorporation of his opposite hand to peel, chop, and dice would find the right-handed knives of Keiko Cutlers and the offset concaves of the handles most frustrating and quite useless, even for the most self-aware cross-dominant cook. The distinction between talon and beak, compelling and extremely revealing, reflects Jung's fondness for birds and bird-watching. A known recluse, Jung lives on an island in Washington State, accessible only by ferry. His passion for ornithology found predominantly in this review of the 13-inch green matted Audubon singing bird clock, retail price $29.99 plus $5.99 for shipping. Worst clock ever. Would give it zero stars if I could. Arrived late and without batteries. And to add insult to injury, the call of the yellow-breasted warbler is in fact the wrong variety. One would imagine that the knowledgeable folks over at the quote, society, unquote, a term I now use loosely and more often the presence of sheep and other woolly remnants with a herd mentality, would know the difference between a yellow-throated warbler and a yellow-breasted warbler. What is this, freaking amateur hour? Come on! Purchased on August 2nd, 2015, also offers students and scholars alike a window into the philosopher's tormented soul. The tension, the sternness, and unapologetic nature of the Audubon Review can be traced back to Young's time on Madison Avenue when he served as the senior brand consultant and head of marketing psychology for the Samuel and Willis Company ad agency. A period of Young's life often excluded from his writings, due entirely to the author's crippling guilt and lingering self-condemnation. Efforts Young once in a television appearance equated to murder and categorized as rudimentary manipulation, an assertion he went on to describe as playing the human heart as routinely as a Sunday morning pipe organ. Profits, however, soared under Young's compartmentalizing of customers and their desires, changing the face of advertising and reinforcing Western aesthetics and marketing. In A Conscious Life, Stein quotes Young from his interview with public radio personality Christopher Keelan, transcribed in the book Conversations with Robert Young. Man's exploit of the aspirations and fancies of his fellow man is a vileness tantamount to crimes against humanity. To prey and profit on the desperation and disillusionment of man's plight and the human condition, using a standard of culturally assigned desires with implied guarantees of success and happiness, simply to control and push product, is pure evil. Are there any more croissants left? Young's trolling of the famed avian nonprofit, 
calling into question the status of their organization, although humorous, demonstrates the distinguished author's unwavering pain in the form of a publicly adverse response. The emotional and mental suffering brought on by his role in modern capitalism, perpetuated by the window displays and glass cases of Madison Avenue. A conviction present throughout Young's work, supported by Stein's recent examinations, it appears the undisputed grandfather of myths and symbols has been all but consumed by the very thing he sought to expose. It is this internal struggle that provided Young with his iconic and often repeated truism. That's a pretty hat, but you're still going to die. Moreover, this review for a set of towels, disappointed and dejected. One and a half stars. The once youthful radiance of the Mulvina Ultra Soft Low Lent hand towels, color daffodil, bears years of wear after only several washes. Abraded by dry skin and psoriasis, ebbed away and frayed, faded of pigment, reduced to a rag suitable for gunk and grime and cheap polishes. A once shining testament to Turkish cotton and woven borders gracing my antique brass flex mount towel bar, which I purchased specifically for these hand towels, now lay wadded in a grocery bag under the kitchen sink, forgotten. Passed over for a younger hand towel with flashy pinstripes and a phallic-shaped automobile with tickets to the Met in the glove compartment because I don't like Wagner. He's a pompous hack! God damn, that makes me mad! is reflective of Young's compounded anguish and forlorn spirit, which plague the elder architect during his collective works in Death Myths and Sweet Release. The apparent parallel drawn between the hand towels and Young himself is not only indicative of his later reviews, not unlike the 2011 KitchenWorks.com review where Young made a strikingly poetic comparison between the Marvel 2-speed 200-watt hand blender and his libido, but also provides additional insight into the estranged relationship with his third wife, Karen Jacobs, who left him for a younger man. At the time of their marriage, Young was 30 years her senior, and even though they connected on an intellectual level, his proverbial sword, as it's analogized in Young's medieval theme of the knight whose blade is of weaker grade and considerably skinnier, in his golden age was rarely up for battle. And no matter how many tongue reps he totaled each day, a distance between he and his wife grew. Furthermore, his wife and her new lover shared a love for structurally lavish composers with an ear for the musically bombastic and often dull. In a letter to his ex-wife, Young compared her and her lover's affection for irritating and exhausting composers with embellished and uninspired tendencies to a millennial's wine palette with selections under $15 and paired with the films of Boz Lerman. Finally, the review for this pair of nut-brown 30-inch long shoelaces sucks. Seems to be Young's most telling assessment on offer inside this fascinating publication. Unabridged and without punctuation, a byproduct of his extensive studies in punctuation and the superego, as well as the revisited and updated edition punctuation emojis in the superego, which insists the presence of a contemporary social bias toward punctuation and its strain on self-image. The Shoelaces review displays both the return to a succinct use of language and his understanding of the totality of the human consciousness as it attempts to flourish in a systematic world, 
that is a world of predetermined beliefs based in a particular time and region, the experience. And out of this, the birth of an authentic life who possesses a spontaneous nature, unmolested by presumptions and expectations. Of true values, pure and unwavering in the face of morality. The recruiting of others that share the new archetype's unfettered nature and desire for change. The science of thought and the conception of an idea which then leads to a revolution. And the subsequent introduction of the character's half-brother, a bastard and the realization that you are that bastard, unauthentic and towing the line, a coward incapable of change. The acceptance of your role and the devastation endured at length until your bitter end. The coming to grips with the recognition that you are, in short, subpar shoelaces and the universe does not care about you. The sucks phenomenon, as Young expounded on in Choice, Fears, and Better Luck Next Time. This has been a production of Thaddeus Ellenberg's Casual Friday. Written and read by Thaddeus Ellenberg. With an introduction by Nicole Kalasich. And artwork by Adrian Lobel. This series is independently produced by Thaddeus Ellenberg and Will Scovel. To find more episodes and information, visit our website at tecasualfriday.com or email us at contact.casualfriday at gmail.com.